So guys, five Minnesota Division I teams are heading to the NCAA tournament. All five. And the Gophers, number one seed, heading to Loveland, baby. They're going to be taking on Omaha. What do you guys think? All five? Surprised at all? Dave? Uh, not surprised. Uh, I think the Gophers have a tough draw. Yeah. Yes. I was not pleased to see that. Omaha, four of their losses came against North Dakota. A very good North Dakota team. And they beat North Dakota twice. They also have wins versus UMD and St. Cloud. Play tight defense. Not a lot of scoring. Well coached. Was not overly thrilled to see that. Um, Jeff? Yeah, I, I was thinking the exact same thing. They got a meat grinder. And then if they do beat Omaha, they're probably going to play Minnesota State. Yeah. And even if they, Quinnipiac too, if they, even if they have them, yeah. it's, it, it's not easy. Um, yeah, very difficult. But for the Gophers, congratulations on the Big Ten. Dave, you were wrong. Jeff, you're wrong too, but come on. Yep, I'll, I'll eat my humble pie. I was so happy. I was so happy. And just a, for one, for Jack LaFontaine, beat Michigan. His former team didn't really have the starting gig there. Kind of split time to actually go out there and beat Michigan. That was awesome. Very happy for him. He had a huge week. Obviously, he's up for the Hobie Baker and the Mike Richter Award as the nation's top goalie. Um, what about the Wisconsin game? Uh, I'll continue being my uh, Debbie Downer on the Gophers. Uh, first two periods, I thought that Gophers looked great. Third period fell apart. Yeah, it looks like they got a little bit ahead of themselves. You sent me that text probably a couple minutes left to go in the second period, and I said, it's, it's done. I'm calling it. And, um, yeah, I'm very glad they held on. Jeff, what did you see what you liked from the Gophers? Uh, I think uh, Motsko listened to this podcast and, and took Dave's advice for those two periods because they, they came out flying. You know? And that's, that's when they look their best is, is when they're taking it to them and using that speed and skill. Um, but, yeah, and, you know, they, they sat back a little bit in the third and, you know, you give a guy like Cole Caulfield a chance and he'll, he's going to bury it. Isn't he? He's he's just great. Isn't he fun to watch? You know, speaking of Hobie Baker, you know, he's probably the prohibitive favorite. As you were saying before, his to lose, correct? Yes, I I I think so. It's I think he's locked it up. So let's let's just we'll come back to the Gophers and the NCAA's here in a second, but let's go to um, the Hobie Baker Award. Uh, they announced the 10 finalists for the Hobie Baker. And Peter Tufto of St. Thomas, of course, is uh, the lone Minnesotan to be nominated. So he is the one I am rooting for. Um, Dave, you were a big fan back in uh, St. Thomas of Tufto. What would you like about him? Uh, I know it's a cliche that I use a lot, but all he did was score big goals. And I The heard... Eric Baskin, right, of Minnetonka? Yep. And I forgot which team they were playing, but it was in sections. Uh, I think St. Thomas ended up losing, but uh, Tufto basically carried the team and nearly led them to a victory. And 
think he was uh, drafted by uh, Waterloo, USHL. Never played there, but I thought he was the uh, steal of the draft. I think the only knock on him is maybe a little on the small side, but like I said, uh, big goals, primetime player. He was fun to watch. Of course, he is part of that St. Thomas team that won the 200, or, uh, 212, 2012, 2012 uh, Class A championship versus Hermantown. That was where St. Thomas won it with six seconds left. And so long ago that Hermantown was still kind of a darling back then, if you remember, because they couldn't win the, the Class A championship. They, had, they were in the championship almost every year, just kept on losing. That's where people were still rooting for him. Um, he was part of that team. One of the top free agents, probably this, this coming, well, in a month when it opens up after the season for him, uh, he'll be an NHL player or at least have an NHL contract in his hand. Whether he makes his debut this year is yet to be seen, but congratulations to him on being named one of the finalists. There are some other Minnesota connections. Obviously, Jack LaFontaine for the Gophers had a terrific year. Um, the senior goalie, one of the top ten. What do you think his chances are? You th- I mean, do you think there's any chance he puts Cole to the side and is able to uh, win the win the award? I don't think so. You like think- we said before, it's basically Cole Caulfield to lose, and uh, I just don't see it happening. Wild draft pick Matt Boldy as well, another Minnesota connection there. And Dryden McKay, goaltender for Minnesota State, who's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, McKay, LaFontaine, Spencer Knight, they're all, they're all um, in the running for the Mike Richter Award as the top goalie in NCAA as well. Jeff, any other guys you like on this list as far as, uh, well, I like them all personally. I think we all like all these guys, but someone you see that could be a dark horse for the award. A dark horse could be our guy Boldy. Um, he's got almost as many points as Caulfield. You know, he's he's had a really solid year, and I, you know, whether he wins it or not, I I still don't think he's going to win it. But I like him as a dark horse, um, and I can't wait to see him at, on the NHL team here sometime soon. Yeah, in you know, in Montreal, they're already talking. Hey, we get this guy in a, in a couple weeks. And no pressure, eh? <laughs> I mean, they're already putting him as a savior. They're waiting for him. Ouch. That'd be such a tough spot to go into. It's just uh, good luck to him. I mean, that makes or breaks a lot of players, but hopefully he can pull it out. Uh, yep, so that will, uh, I believe, April 9th, the Hobie Baker will be announced. And uh, Tufto attempts to become the 11th Minnesotan to win the award, uh, starting with Neil Broughton back in the day. What year? 82, maybe? Right around then? Sure. 80, 80, 81, 82. Yeah. So now back to the NCAAs. And we had the, the bracket up here before. And Minnesota, third overall seed, gets Omaha in Loveland. The other game in there is Minnesota State versus Quinnipiac. So another great matchup. Interesting enough, though, 
the Minnesota State game is being played before the higher seed Minnesota, so Minnesota State could potentially get more rest. Fair, unfair, prime time, just or who cares? Just the five hours. I don't think it'd be that big of a deal. Who cares? I'm reaching. Yes. So some of the other Minnesota teams, St. Cloud gets Boston University. They're going to Albany. And that other game down in Albany is Boston College versus Notre Dame. There's no there's no weak no weak divisions here. They, no. It's all tough. Uh, Wisconsin gets Bemidji State. How much I would love to watch Bemidji State knock Wisconsin off. And they could do it. They've had some upsets. Lake Superior State versus Massachusetts. Uh, UMD heads to Fargo to play Michigan. And then North Dakota, of course, is up in Fargo as well. Your picks for Final Four. Let's start up in Fargo. Jeff. I'm going with North Dakota. To come out. Yes. You think they can take down UMD or Michigan in the second game? Yes. Yeah. I'm agreeing. North Dakota. I would love to see UMD. I'm going to go with UMD. Could happen, right? Yep. Why not? In Bridgeport, Wisconsin versus Bemidji, Lake Superior State versus Massachusetts. I have Wisconsin beating Bemidji. Sounds good. Jeff? I have Wisconsin. All the way. All the way. All the way. I do, too. I think everybody does. No? Uh, I think they do. Yeah. So then we have the Gophers, Omaha, Minnesota State, Quinnipiac. Gophers. Dave. Gophers lose to Omaha, first-round knockout. Of course. You know, in it's a tough game. It is tough. I'm going with the Gophers. I'm going with the Gophers there, but I, I'm picking Minnesota State to come out of it, this region. Okay. Minnesota, they can do it with the goaltending. Um, one thing to add that during the Wisconsin game, it, it was really great to see that it wasn't a 3-1, 2-1 win, and it wasn't just LaFontaine making all kinds of saves. The, the final stat sheet said that the Wisconsin had over 50 shots on goal, I believe. Um, if you watch the game, they were counting by five sometimes when Wisconsin was shooting. So I don't, I don't know where they got that number from. Um, in Albany, we have Boston College versus Notre Dame. I'm going to go with uh, Boston College. And then in the St. Cloud, Boston U game. St. Cloud. I'm going Boston College, Boston U with Boston College going to the final four. And I got BC against St. Cloud with BC going to the Frozen Four. All right. Yeah, Final Four. Ouch. And I believe it may be Quinnipiac. Yeah. And not Quinnipiac. Yeah. Quinnipiac. <laughs> I don't I don't want to throw that extra I in between after the P. <laughs> so North Dakota, my pick, all of our pick. Versus Wisconsin. Who are you guys going to the national championship? Wisconsin. North Dakota. North Dakota. And then 
uh, I have the Gophers going to the final over Boston College with the Gophers winning versus North Dakota. Have you uh, planned the parade route through Nicky yeah, Town? I did. I did. It's already, it's already <laughs> set. I guess the big take for me is I'd really like to see uh, Boston College advance just so I can see Matthew Boldy play. Yeah, I'm with you. And that is my logic for BC getting to the championship round over Minnesota State. Although I believe Minnesota State's going to give it to them, and it's going to be a really, really good game. But I think BC is going to come out, and hopefully Matthew Boldy plays a key part in that. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't get too many opportunities to watch him. Uh, and it would be it would be fun to see him in the national spotlight playing North Dakota. But it won't happen because the Gophers will be there. <laughs> Anyways, we can dream. Uh, you got to play the Rouser. <laughs> so Omaha, they're 14, 10, and 1. Like I said, 2-4 and four versus North Dakota this year themselves with the big victories over UMD and St. Cloud. Uh, their leading scorer, Chase Primo, only has 9 goals, 14 assists for 23 points on the season. Of course, his father is Keith Primo, the third pick in the 1990 draft. A draft that was loaded, a similar, you know, similar to the 2003 NHL draft, that, that 1990 draft, absolutely loaded. Keith Primo was the third pick. Other, Owen Nolan. Ricci, Yager, Tchuk, Brodeur, Hatcher, Nedved, all in the first round. And the first round back then was 21 picks. So that, that draft was loaded. Um, Chase Primo, I'll be excited to watch him. I have not seen him play. Um, he is their leading scorer, like I said. Only nine goals, 14 assists. They, they play tight defense. A lot of their games were 3-2, 2-1. They had a uh, 1-0 game and... I think they put up a 10 spot versus somebody, but that's the only game where they really took it to them. So, yeah, it should it should be fun. Any last takes on the the college and what we should expect going forward? Dave? I think the key to the Gophers will be uh, Jackson Nelson. Size, skill, good at face-offs, uh, plays in all situations. I think he might be the key for uh, Gophers' victory. Then probably uh, Ranta. If he can consistently be the Ranta that scores great goals, Gophers have a shot. If not, one and done. McLaughlin as well. Um, if he plays to the where he played in the Big Ten Championship, I think the Gophers uh, a different team when he plays like that. He was all over the ice. Great. He took he took over that game he for did. those first two periods. He he was oh. He, he looked fabulous. It was fun to watch. And if LaFontaine can play at his at his standard, what it's become, and the defense can give some nice support, keep those shots to the outside, I think the Gophers will be looking good. Obviously, that's why they're my pick to, to win the national title, and hopefully it happens. Dave, I know you think otherwise, but... Okay, so we're gonna, let's move on to high school. We did our picks last week for double a and everything's pretty much intact at least for my bracket other than that six double a which we knew we talked about it for the last few weeks we knew it would be a tough 
tough, tough division, uh, or section, I should say. Edina running time to Wyzetta. You guys surprised by that? I am. I'm just surprised that Wyzetta, not a huge scoring team, but, you know, scoring that many on Edina bodes well for Edina going into the tournament. Yeah. Um, Benilde over Creighton. That was my uh, huge disappointment because I had uh, Creighton was probably my choice to actually make the tournament and win the state title. I liked Creighton. Creighton, obviously, I picked them for this to go to the state championship. I hope they would go because they're building on something great there. I didn't think that they would win it this year. I think uh, Maple Grove, Lakeville South, Grand Rapids have other things to say about that hill. Um, but I did not expect them to lose to Benilde. Benilde had hot goaltending, put together a good game and beat Creighton. Only Creighton's second loss of the season. Very surprising. Uh, I don't know. Next year, Creighton is going to be stacked if everybody comes back. The Sandrials, both property of Dubuque. We've talked about, I don't think that they're going to be going to Dubuque to play for a whole season. I think that whole team returns. They have the goalie Belak coming back. Over 85% of their scoring is coming back. That's insane. That is setting up for something great. And if they even get any secondary scoring out of that sophomore class next year, they're looking great. Not only to get out of the most difficult section because that section is going to be tough again next year, especially if, if everybody stays at the other team. You know, people always leave, but we'll see. Edina's going to rebound. Benilde's going to be good. I, I, I don't know. I think next year is their year, but that's six tough games for anybody in that section to win the state tournament. Very, but they're my pick. And for this year, it's been the most difficult section to, I don't know. Who, who are you picking from it now? Wyzetta or Benilde? Uh, no oh. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Dave on that one. Yeah, it, it, it's been. Anything could happen. You know, Wyzetta played Grand Rapids tough down the stretch. They're playing great hockey at the right time. Benilde down the stretch, seen them, you know, have defensive lapses, but. Where did that come from? Goaltending wasn't great. That was supposed to be like their their high point. Um, but I think they can I think they can they can pull it off. I'm gonna take Benilde. Uh, I've already been wrong in this section once. But that's who I'm picking. Another uh Minnetonka over Prior Lake was another uh surprise what I, I thought that Minute I thought Prior Lake could be going to the championship yeah, you, game I think in the you section. Did have Prior Lake coming out of here. No, I didn't. I'd eaten Prairie. I'd eaten Prairie, but I had him in the championship game. I thought it would for sure come down to those two. Dave, any other surprises that you've seen in high school hockey? Uh, not really. They had the Mr. Hockey Award, of course, was announced sometime last week, late last week, last Friday. Uh, Carter Batchelder. Cam Bochy, Jackson Hallam, Cal Kukinen, Luke Lewandowski, 
Luke Middlestadt, Henry Nelson, Joel Podolchuk, Palatachuk, Palatachuk. I know everybody gets it wrong. Don't. Don't you dare. <laughs> Palatachuk. Boom. Jack Peart, Joy Pierce are the 10. Do you have a, a favorite, Dave, for the award? Uh, Kyle Kukunen. That's it. Arguably the best player on the best team. Okay. Want the best team thing argue against him then? No. The most help? No. It's, uh, all right. It says here that Henry Nelson's also up for the award on the same team. Doesn't matter. Okay. Jeff, your pick. Based on really nothing, I'm going to follow Dave. Kyle Kukinen. Kyle Kukinen. All right. I'm I'm chick, I'm taking Jack Peart. Uh, I think he means so much to Grand Rapids. I do think they're a deep team, and I'm just hassling you about Kyle Kukinen. He has been consistently good all the way coming up through each level. Led the elite league in scoring. Went off and played in the NAHL. Played well has dominated, obviously, this season for Maple Grove. They're the reason why they've been the number one team in the state. Plays smart. What else do you want from a player? It the. Here's a question. Who do you think will be a higher NHL draft pick, Jack Peart or Kyle Kukunen? Jack Peart. Now, now you look at who votes for these, for the Mr. Hockey, and a lot of it is National League Scouts, National Hockey League scouts. Does that affect your pick in, in, in any ways? Junior scouts, coaches, and selected media members. I still think it's Kukunen's to lose. And either one, and I think that's kind of the consensus around that he will win. He's been, ever since he announced kind of that he is going to return. Um, I, I do, I would go Peart. Other guys, uh, Jackson Hallam, I think, has it with already having a third-round pick. Um, I don't think he's having quite the points here as the other guys. Does, hasn't been standing out as much as uh, as Peart or Kukinen. Uh, but I'm going to go Peart. So we have two or one Peart and two Kukinens for Mr. Hockey. That will be announced April 5th, the day after. It's going to be a virtual event this year. Keep everybody nice and safe. Anything else on high school hockey? Do you want to talk about the goalies? Yeah. Yeah, the, the th- three up. Uh, goalie of the year, the Frank Brismark. <laughs> Bismarck? Bismarck, Mark Dakota. I'm butchering stuff today. <laughs> Rimsek? Yeah, Bismarck. Bismarck. Uh, any surprises in there for you? Uh, maybe the Gentry kid, just because I haven't heard of him all that much. Alex Timmons? Yep. Yeah, that one was a surprise to me. Um, with this season being so short, it, it, it's tough to it's tough to pick one. I, I I guess Winicky Maple Grove. I mean, has he been tested? Uh, I think my pick would probably be Axel Reed. 
And Axel Reed is another consensus, right? And that's just because of maybe longevity because of what he's been starting there since, what, eighth grade, I think? Eighth grade, yeah, eighth or, we talked about this before, I didn't check it, eighth or seventh, I'm pretty sure it's eighth grade. Yeah, and that's, you know, for a good Blake team. So, like I said, I this year I haven't been following it as closely. So I, I guess I not, I don't get a pick. <laughs> I'll take Alex Timmons just because you're going with Reed. All right. Beach, Winicky. And I'll take the third. <laughs> All, right. All right. So last last matter we're going to get to, and we're going to probably probably make it quick. Um I think we need, after last week, I think we need a little. I think we need to maybe have a couple Steve Weisers and pump this song, celebrate a little bit, celebrate where the season is right now and not last week. Pick ourselves week. up. Pick ourselves up. Dust us off. Yes. Let's pick it up. Still third place in the West. 18-10-1. Not bad, right? 37 points. Supposed to be crickets. <laughs> Sounds like birds. <laughs> Yeah, it was a couple of tough games. Well, they they were showing what a true Stanley Cup contender looks like when they're when they're rolling. And Avalanche were rolling. I mean, all four lines. That first game, it was from puck drop to finish. Just they just steamrolled us. Yeah. And coming after the coming, you know, after the three wins versus the Coyotes, it was um, everything rolling high. It felt good, but yeah, I mean, I was that night. I was busy with other things. I was trying to get everything settled. I'm trying to get it done by eight o'clock so I can flip on the TV, watch that game, and I'm hustling around, getting things, cleaning up some dishes. And by the time I sit down, I'm looking at the shots on goal, and I, and I thought it was a joke. I did too. So then, so then after coming off that gopher game where I'm like, okay, this is somebody happy with the trigger finger on the goal on the, they're counting by fives. Um, so I restarted the game. I was like, okay, I'll catch up in between the period where we're watching it live. And nope. No, everyone. everyone They were all legit. I think, and I think they backed off towards the end. (laughs) Oh, they had like five shots in the first minute. And it just set the pace for the whole road trip. And they were done. The whole road trip. It just, ugh. It was, ugh. And that Thursday, and then Dumba goes down. And from what they say, it's not, it's not serious, but ouch. So, you know, then you, I got my finger and I'm hitting the panic button. It's just inches away. And everything is going to go crazy when I hit it. And then I had to talk myself back and be, it's, it's two games. Granted, the season's shorter this year, but it is two games. All teams go through bad stretches. 
Yeah, and I think it's a good reminder, too, for all those people that were calling for selling the farm to bring in Jack Eichel or whoever else, you know. They're not quite there yet, and we've yeah. shown that. And that's a good point. You know, you did. Jack Eichel's not going to fix anything. He'd be nice to have on the team, don't, but, yeah, to try to get anything, getting rid of assets to get Jack Eichel for this year is kind of silly. Um, and just to watch Colorado, right now they're in second place with 40 points. But to watch them, and we've watched plenty of Vegas this year, it's not close. No. It's not close. What Colorado doesn't have a backup goalie and they just traded for one. That's it. They are solid everywhere else. Yeah. And what was the goal differential? Was it 11 to 1 for the two game? Yeah, was it so, fi- yeah, 5 11, 1 and yeah, 6 0? 5 1, 6 0. And, you know, and I don't remember a, a two game span. Granted, you haven't played the same team back to back. You know, that's very rare. But. I haven't recalled that in Minnesota in a long time for the while. I don't, and I don't recall watching two games where I've been so just they don't belong on the ice. How, how many points did that top line for Colorado? Oh. It was unreal. Just those three in Macar, those four on the ice, it would, looks like a power play. They don't even need the fifth defenseman out there. Yeah, it, it, it and I think someone made that. Was it Parisi that made the comment or? that it is like going against a power play when they're all out there and they're going, which oh, they yeah. were. It, it it looks like it, that's for sure. And what got into McKinnon? He's, I mean, he's aggressive and he's fast and he's quick movements and great puck possession, but I don't think I've ever seen him play that well. Ne- never. Even when he is U14s playing against bums. He was impressive. And that whole line, it's it's tough. Dave, do you like anything? Take anything positive out of this? Uh, Victor Rask going coast to coast, power play goal. That was nice. <laughs> that was that was nice. And How did you describe it? Parting of the seas. Parting of the Red Sea. <laughs> in slow motion, but <laughs> in slow motion, yes, it was nice. So then, you know, I'm watching that. And later on in the game, and it, it, it's it's dreadful. And then the next game on Saturday is dreadful, and I'm I'm kind of losing interest. And I was saying, well, you know, Rask had that nice. I still wish he was on that first line, boost his point total a little bit, use him at some trade bait. And he, maybe someone will take it, fall for it. I don't, know. I don't I see try, that happening. Well, I, I know I don't see it happening, but I was trying to I was trying to look at some positives that could happen if he. I think the positive is that uh, it's a good learning experience for Kaprizov. Yeah, they yes. shut him down. And, you know, go against established star like McKinnon, you realize that, you know, as exciting and fun as Kaprizov is to see the season, you still got another couple steps to make it to that next level. Absolutely. Another positive from the same mold uh, for Kaprizov, though, is uh, his compete level didn't change throughout, and he had many opportunities where he is still being clever. It just wasn't working, and I don't know if that was because there were some players that were had dead legs that looked like not moving, not moving their feet, a lot of watching. Yeah, it just whenever Wild had the puck on their stick, there was someone from Colorado right there. 
Yeah, and it, I mean they gave, they they gave him no no space to breathe at all for both games. And it's nothing we have to I mean everybody's doesn't want to hear about it anyways. So <laughs> I mean I've tuned it out. I'm ready for the next the next step. But definitely surprising. Definitely a lot of respect for Colorado. Especially after the last time we saw him, it was a it was a different story. We kind of had, you know, even Saturday going to the game. I'm like, well, this happened last time where they took it to us and we came back and played very well against them. And this is going to happen again today. Um, a concern I have is too is as much money as the Wild have invested in defensemen. We don't have anyone like Kale McCarr. Yeah, I mean that—that's tough. Yeah, though. but who does so? Yeah, that's, I mean, he's a special talent. He's top three in the NHL. He's where would you read? Well, well, who's who's the we can't even probably come to a consensus. Who's the top Minnesota defenseman? I'd probably go with Brodine, but he's Brodine, but he's not the you know power play quarterback. Yeah. No, but he's shown it this year. He, I think he's leading the team in points. He's doing, leading defensemen in points. He's doing well. I, I think Brodine as well, but I think he can Spurgeon. You can throw in. Some might say Dumba. He's had a good year. If you're going just by this year, um, well, that ha- Dumba, that Dumba Brodine tandem. Uh, I think the that athletic writer Dom has them as the best pair in the NHL. Is that Dom the Athletic or yeah, I, yeah. I, the X Y Z last name? I can't. Yeah, yeah. Brodine has five goals, nine assists, fourteen points in twenty-seven games. Dumba five goals, six assists, eleven points in twenty-six games. I yeah, I I don't know. I would I trade the Wild defense for Colorado defense? Yeah, probably, but. It's 1A, 1B. Yeah. Oh, studio's falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a rough one. (laughs) So did you guys see that clip? Uh, It was going through Twitter where it was like a ESPN soccer telecast and the monitor fell on the guy and crushing him. Yep. I mean, that doesn't sound funny. I guess he's okay. (laughs) But that, how much that thing weighed? He just got, he got tumbled. Jeff, did you see it? Didn't see it. I'll bring it up for you here after. And yeah, I think we're having the same things here happen today. Um, stuff's falling apart. I'm not pronouncing anything right. <laughs> yeah. But Dave's wrong on the Gophers. Jeff's wrong on the Gophers. I'll be right on the Gophers. I'm just sitting here eating my humble pie. Yep, yep. Getting it. Speaking of which, I am kind of hungry. Yeah, yeah. That, well... You know where we're going. Dave? Nowhere fast. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uptowner Cafe on Grand. Grand in Lexington in St. Paul, 1100 Grand Avenue. Awesome breakfast. Awesome lunch. Love eating there. Support hockey. Go eat there. Um, Obviously, this year, no one's or very few people are going to be going down to the X. Um, and watching the state high school hockey tournament. 
some people are going to be allowed now for the wild games before wild game. If it's a, it's a day game, go to uh, uptowner on grand. Awesome food. Tell them you listen to the podcast. And they'll pat you on the back and say why. <laughs> um, anyways, the wild have Anaheim. Uh, and I am very excited to see Anaheim tonight. A lot of young guys uh, on that team. And, of course, Kaprizov uh, for the Wild is always entertaining to watch. The Wild could be 0-127 right now, and I, it'd still be exciting to watch because of Kaprizov. So, yeah, they got, they got, they got two, with, uh, two with the Ducks, and hopefully they can turn, return to the winning ways, um, bring back some of the hope around here, and just know, buzz some of that negativity off. Because it has been, you know, it has been tough to everybody, everybody since doomsday. A lot of hockey left. A lot of adjustments we made. Guaranteed the coaching staff, especially if we are going to play Colorado in the playoffs. There's a lot of tape to look at. I don't know what you do against that first line, but there's more than just that first line that was beating us. And some guys that are not nearly as talented as some of the players that the wild are rolling out there and they were taking it to us too. So hopefully we can step back. You guys have anything you're going to watch this week? Uh, obviously sections, hopefully go watch a couple in person section championships, state tournament next week. The NCAA start this weekend. I'm going to be watching WandaVision. Roms, you're done with that. Yep, uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier up next. Uh, do you want me to talk about the four-hour director's cut of uh, Justice League? No, is that no interest? Is it where is Justice League? Is that uh, below the NAHL? Yes. Okay. No, I said so, no. I'm not going to watch that. I yeah, I don't know. It's just not my thing. Can't get Shit's Creek. Uh, I don't like comedy. Evidently, um, I did. I did watch uh, Nate Bargatsky. Bargatsky. Is that his name? Is that Garbatsky? Garbatsky. Is he? Is he on Netflix? Yeah. I came across it. Yeah, he's a big time comic. Is he? Oh yeah. Okay. It's one of those deals where you're watching Netflix, so then all of a sudden something just starts. Wife and I were watching the other day, and all just started. We're like, well, should we? Well, we're basically too lazy to get up, and that's what we watch. Funny, hilarious. Nick Bargatze, right? No. Nate. Nate. Nick. Bargatze. All right. I'm 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 calling it today, just like that. Time to spit out the mashed potatoes and wrap up the podcast. <laughs> Get the music going there, Dave. With those sausage fingers. So like the wild, my performance today was... <laughs> and the thing, we don't edit anything out. And why don't we edit anything out? Because we don't know how. <laughs> don't know how to wait. We're just not that fancy. So I'm not going to edit that out. Anyways, go watch some hockey this week on TV, on YouTube. 
lot of great section games and for the sections to me it's you know for a lot of these kids it's their it's their state tournament just to go is, is a privilege and for so there's going to be 16 different teams that are uh celebrating big time this week and congratulations congratulations to them in advance for long difficult season this has been a season which uh obviously we've seen a lot of end early and just to get through this season is just an accomplishment itself dave final words huge upset i'm predicting it now centennial over maple grove all right like it like it could happen could happen you never know that's why they play it jeff final words i'm hungry let's go we're out thanks guys for listening bye-bye